You're listening to Sex in Iceland with Sigadak, the sexologist. Here you'll be following me on my trips through Iceland, talking about sex, delivering sex ed, stand up about sex, and just whatever comes up, really. So if you're interested in sex, or even if you're just interested in Iceland, this might be something for you. sexy back yeah well i'm not actually bringing sexy back i'm feeling sexy i want to hear you say my name no i've been thinking a lot about what is sexy um what constitutes as being sexy is 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 it something that is universal is it something that is western is it something that is feminine masculine um I, I i don't know how this came about it probably came about yesterday when i was um tracking through spotify and my daughter has this thing for christina aguilera at the moment she just discovered genie in a bottle and that's just where we're at at the moment and it's, it's kind of funny having your six-year-old screaming out gotta rub me the right way if you wanna be with me and i'm like mm-hmm, yeah sure I, I don't know if i should explain i might but uh or I may not, or, or I may later, but uh, as of this point, I haven't been explaining what Cristina Aguilera means by rub, rub her the right way because she's a genie and stuck in a bottle. But anywho, so I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about that video, and that video is often described as highly sexy or sexualized, and I guess Cristina Aguilera is, is quite a sexy girl or woman or person. Mm. So I was thinking, I'm like, okay, so what does sexy mean? Like, how, how am I sexy? Am I sexy? Am I sometimes sexy? Can I be sexy? Do I feel sexy? Is sexy something that I slip into? Is it a state of mind? Is it an act? Is it something I do? Or is it, is it like, this is the day I wake up and I'm just feeling sexy? It always reminds me of that Beyonce song. Um, so, I was thinking a lot about this, and as usually on the weekends, and this is a weekend where I'm recording, um, usually on the weekends I have this stand-up thing, um, which I do for female groups. You know, they're almost all female groups, and they usually never have a man, and men don't really ask me to speak at their gatherings or fun activities, because apparently they are afraid of me, and this I have from the horse's mouth, like they've told me this, they're just like scared that I'll tell them off or yell at them or something, which I don't know why they are scared of or why I would do that, I, I'm not known to do that, but anyway, um, so... Usually I spend every Saturday night um, do, delivering stand-up, Friday and Saturday night, to these women's groups, um, bachelorette parties or um, hands nights, what's the same thing, but also just like, we call them sewing clubs, which is kind of funny, you know, sewing clubber, but they're basically just um, friends meeting up, eating together and having a good chat. Somebody might be knitting, you know, knitting is a big thing here in Iceland, but it's not mandatory, even though it is called a sewing club. But I've never known actually anybody to be sewing in those clubs. Well, anywho, so um, I, I asked the women, I'm like, okay, girls, so let's talk about being sexy or what makes you sexy or what makes you feel sexy. And they kind of gave me this, you know, oh, of course, you know, underwear makes you feel sexy. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what Victoria's Secret would have you think that they've spent a lot of time, money and energy into 
making something sexy or giving you the idea that lingerie is sexy and that lace is sexy and this cut and that cut and and wearing something is sexy um and i've often heard women talk about this oh you know i just it makes me feel more of a woman if i wear nice underwear and i'm like okay well and usually comfort doesn't come into play it's just like it has to look nice and they're like even if i'm not showing it to anybody it just makes me feel nice it's like my little secret you know victoria's secret well done there um so i and i've been thinking a lot about this i'm like okay lingerie definitely is one of the things that goes shoots up the list but um my partner made the grave mistake of giving me lingerie for my when i had my birthday we've been together for like two months so you know we're just getting to know one another and he gave me a a corset from um, victoria's secret and a bra and he was like, here, I bought this especially for you. I went to New York and I went to the big store and da-da-da-da-da. And he was like totally proud of himself. And I was, mm, to put it mildly, I was a bit disgusted, you know. It wasn't exactly the feminist in me. It was just like the comfort creature in me. And I was like, please do not give me a gift that is really a gift for you and not for me. And he's like, what do you mean gift for me? And I'm like, yeah, well, actually, you want to see me this underwear, right? Like, you want to see me wear this? This is a costume for you. This is not for my comfort. This is not something that I would wear. And mind you, if you're listening, this does not reflect every woman's opinion. A lot of women enjoy getting underwear. A A lot of women enjoy buying it and having variety and all these shapes and forms and sizes and textures and stuff like that I'm just not one of those women he just didn't know like we had never discussed it and I guess you know for me wearing my huge big cotton underwear with various cartoon characters on it I guess he maybe thought that I was lacking in the adult underwear department that I'd never graduated into lace and satin silk and all that kind of stuff but uh but so he was he was you know he, he wasn't offended but he was like oh, I'm sorry I didn't want to offend you and I'm like no that's okay it's just um this stuff isn't comfy and I just I, I feel like I'm trying to be somebody who I am not if I'm if I'm wearing it you know I might wear it if I if it actually is for like a fantasy or for a show or not, not like a show show you know not, not like for people I'm not I don't do that um but I was like, this is just not one of the things that makes me feel sexy. And then we had to get into the whole conversation. Like, okay, um, it's not about just getting in the mood of having sex. But it's like, what awakens you to be a sexy person? Like, what do you feel sexy? Is it a warm shower? Is it removal of body hair? Is it smelling nice? Is it this state of mind of being really empowered, of being like your own superstar, of really shining through? Is it putting on lipstick? Is it like truly stepping into um, your idea of your gender? So if your idea of gender is quite masculine, is it portraying those masculine or feminine stereotypes? Like what makes you feel sexy? And I've been thinking a lot about this because, and also I went to this this kind of um, burlesque class once uh, and I went to like belly dancing. I took a belly dancing class, and there's this was the, the the teacher there was like, "This is really good for your fertility, ladies, and this is really awakening your inner goddess and awakening those chakras and all, all this stuff." 
And I was just like, I'm not feeling it. I'm just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't move sexy. I don't feel sexy when I'm doing this. I just feel awkward. It feels very unnatural to me. And maybe that's because I'm too aware of myself. Maybe I need to get into the sexy frame of mind. I don't know. But to me, like this didn't work for me. I just felt ridiculous. Even even doing, um, doing the whole... Uh, not the Bollywood dance, the other one I was saying, the burlesque um, and the Beyonce and the whole swinging of the hips and the gudonk gudonk. You know, I might have a gudonk gudonk, but it certainly doesn't move like one, you know? And I, I don't know, it's just, I, I'm, I just, I, I can't get into the groove of it. I can't, I, I, I can't relate into the whole, the stereotypical views of what is sexy and how, if you're a woman, cis woman, or just a woman, how you should be sexy. So I, I tried Googling it. I was like, okay, let's see what other people find as sexy. And I tried going, because I'm writing this um, novel about a girl, and there I'm. Uh, she's wondering, like, what makes me feel sexy? Am I sexy? How can I become sexy? Can anybody be sexy? Is sex, do you, do you in order to enjoy sex, have to be sexy, have to experience yourself sexy, or do you have to experience your partner as sexy? And I just, yeah, it's been weighing on my mind. So I Googled it. I'm like, what is sexy? And of course, Victoria's Secret was um, like top five of the results. Like I said, they poured a lot of time and money into constructing our idea of what is sexy. But, um, and I Googled and um, Ask Men was one of the websites that came up. And they said, what makes a woman sexy? So that's, I guess, their idea of what is a sexy woman, but not like how a woman feels when she's sexy or whatever. Um, so here they say, okay, well, that, this is just this guy's opinion, you know, because he's writing this article. Um, but he's saying it used to be sexy, like in the 60s, for a woman to cook and be in full makeup and be ready when her husband came home. But now it's sexy for a woman to be a boss in charge of her own life and destiny. So, I mean, our ideas of what is sexy changes. But I'm not sure that it was sexy for a woman to cook or if it is sexy for a woman to cook. I guess this is just dependent on your personality. But he says here, um, he, he, he's been asking around and he compiled 75 elements or things that is timelessly sexy in a woman. Okay, I'm going to read a couple. Number one, she takes care of her body whatever in whatever way that may mean to her. That means um, showering every day. Um, it was important that she invests in herself. And she's always eager to learn more about the world and herself. She is self-aware to make up her own mind without her appearance make up her own mind about her appearance without letting the media inform her opinion too much okay wow this is at number three so what we're just supposed to be like this um this entity that isn't affected by the world around us and what what kind of response do you think we would get get if we were like no we have i have no mirrors in my household i only shower with water and uh, i have no idea of what you're supposed to do how you're supposed to behave i have no idea of the rules of society i'm just going to be myself and oh I, am i a woman i don't even know that because i am without the information of media and the world oh anyway sorry for the further rant rant um okay number four she is kind to animals 
is that sexy? And what animals, like flies, do flies count as sexy animals? Or are you actually saying we have to be into dogs? Like, I don't get this. Okay, number five. She has to be kind to babies. Is that sexy? Is it sexy when we're kind to babies? Isn't that just like, wow, what a considerate person. I like that person. But is it sexy? So actually when I'm like nursing a baby or just stroking a baby or holding a baby or talking to a baby, are you going, damn girl, you're lighting my fire right now. Okay, number six. She actually remembers, tries, not remembers, but tries to remember your mom's birthday. What the hell? Is that sexy? Victoria's Secret certainly ain't selling that. Okay, number seven. She loves reading new books. Um, okay, can that be any old book? And does this list actually work for men? So men have to like babies, like animals, remember your mom's birthday, like reading, showering, and um, they also have to learn more about the world and themselves. And... Um, they have to make up their own mind about their parents. Well, that to me kind of sometimes seems like a given. Um, she loves taking in the art of the world, in whatever medium that may be. What? She bathes regularly. So this has come up twice now, okay? So we have to be this all-inclusive, all-interest female that um, is open to anything and everything and is kind and is interesting and is smart. She knows that men are more than her look than their looks. Uh, okay. She never calls another woman slut or drags them down. Ah, uh, okay. So you now control what we're allowed to say and what we aren't. Uh, and drags them down. I, we should not maybe physically drag somebody down unless we're playing in a swimming pool. But uh, this is interesting. So we're never allowed to speak ill of, of another woman. Not that that's something that we should practice, but it's just like interested that that that'd be like, that's such a turn off. And that's interesting to me as well, the whole language thing of it. So is turn off the same as something not being sexy? Is that what turn off means? Or does turn off mean I am no longer in the mood to be with you or no longer in the mood to have sex with you or no longer in the mood to, or you have no interest of me to me anymore? It's just, um, it isn't clear. Okay, number 12. She wears clothes without stains, patches, or rips. Um, hello, 2017 called ripped jeans are all the rage. 13. She has a hobby besides the one that pays her bills. What's wrong with combining your hobby and your monetary gain? I see nothing wrong with that. But apparently, that's not cool. I thought it was so cool to turn your hobby into your profession. But apparently, girls, it ain't sexy. Okay, so 14. She invests in herself enough to always work hard. Okay, what's the measurement of working hard? Does it mean putting in enough hours? Does it mean working up a sweat? What, what does it mean? Um, 15. She's not afraid to out-drink the guys. Oh, so you want us to be a drunk. So we have to get really shit-faced. And what does it mean to outdrink the guy? So should we just drink just uh, as a purpose of outdrinking you? And um, can we drink just like apple juice? Can we just like guzzle down apple juice and you're like guzzling down beer? We're just like apple juice, apple juice. I'm outdrinking you in apple juice. Okay, 16. 
She always has a business card with her because she never knows who she'll run into. Uh, okay. I'm guessing that for some men this might be a turn off if we're always producing business cards left, right, and center. And mind you, my business card has vulvas and penises on it, and I'm guessing that might scare a few lads. Um, but actually, it's a funny story. This is how I did meet my partner, or, you know, um, I met him at a party, and I did actually give him my business card, which wasn't at the time vulvas and penises that came later. It was just like a proper business card. Anyway... 17. She never gets jealous because deep down you both know she's dating down? What? She never gets jealous? What, what kind of human are we talking about? Like, it's a human emotion to get jealous. Um, it's, it's totally natural to, to be jealous. It's just how we deal with it and how we work through it that that we need to work on. But the, the feeling of jealousy, it's just like inherent in us. It's, it's an okay feeling. We just then have to learn how to deal with it. But to never be jealous, that's an unrealistic... Uh, you know, we're only down to item 17 of a list that is <laughs> consists of 75, 75 people. Um, and I'm only on one seven. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't want to drag this on for like days on end, but let's just keep going at this list because, and I, I, I have to, I think I have to do like a questionnaire on Facebook or something because you really need to know more about this. What, what makes people feel sexy? I said this one time on um, a stand-up show that I did that um, warmth makes me feel sexy. And they're like, okay, what do you mean? Like a warm person or I'm like, no. Um, just uh, me being not cold. I mean, I live in a cold country. Iceland is freezing most of the time. And even though it's summer now, it's like not summer, it's still cold. And I have a scarf, even though I'm like inside. Um, and I'm blasting the ovens on geothermal heat, but still cold. So I was thinking about this and I was like, yeah, I need, I need to feel warm. So like when it's sunny outside, I guess you can say that makes me feel sexy because I'm, I'm warm. I love the sun and I love feeling warm and actually um, there is a study that has shown that women are more likely to orgasm when they are wearing socks why do you ask well that is a good question my friend because we're not cold we're not worried about our feet being cold we're just relaxed because we are warm okay so is warmness or the sunshine sexy I don't know it might be they usually say that, you know, sun and sex are connected. Maybe it's because sun gives us vitamin D and makes us happy and makes us feel warm. It's hard to feel sexy when you're cold. You're just cold. It's all consuming. Anyway, item number 18. She knows that just because a guy is gay, that doesn't mean automatically he wants to go shopping with her. What? I don't even like shopping. I don't even understand what this means. It's not like, what are you saying on a date with a guy where you're like, hey, so if you're not into me and you might be gay, do you want to go shopping? It's, it's weird. 19. She has never used the phrase GBF or my gay best friend. This is this reeks of homophobia here. Like, what? What is this? Number 20. She never reduces anyone to just their looks. Oh my goodness. We're just, we're just fembots like seriously the guy that wrote this list this guy what's his name here i'm gonna find it sean binder you need to bind yourself with a robot 
Because a robot, you could actually program, you could program this list into your sex bot, your femme sex bot. So they would never say, they'd be like having dinner with you, whereas obviously you'd be the only one eating, which is perfect because then you'd be saving money. And, um, you'd, and she'd be like, I would never say my gay best friend. I would never go shopping with a guy that is gay. And I would never feel jealous towards you and then you could just scarf down your hamburger and then when you were drinking she would be like i have had too much to drink i do not want anything more i have had 20 pints of lager so you know because you have you know if you have 20 pints of lager you'll be you know just comatose um so yeah this might be a good list for those um I don't know, insults or those out there who uh, just want to program their lady. This might be actually a good list for them to, you know, input into the, that fembot that you're ordering from um, the female robot um, workshop, uh, factory. Okay, 21. She understands that people are just sexist. She just doesn't give a fuck. Oh, so we're not allowed to be, um, we're not allowed to be feminist. We're not allowed for, to want equality. And we're not allowed to call people out on their shit when they're being sexist. We're just supposed to not give a fuck. Okay. AKA, that can also mean be complacent, be silent, and just take it in. This feels a little bit like it was maybe written before Me Too. Could it be? Could it be? And this has been shared 28 times, people. 28 times. 28 times. And it's like on the internet. Okay. 22. She makes sure to always tip 20%. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got nothing there. We don't tip in Iceland, so sorry. Drink of water. Mm. So I, I don't know, I mean, but, but, but I thought the American culture, because this is obviously uh, written by an American, um, I thought the American culture was that you guys pay for the lady or you guys go Dutch, um, Dutch meaning you split the bill. So when she, like, are you paying 40% tips? I don't get this. But of course I would, like to me, I wouldn't say maybe it's sexy, but I would definitely say one of the, um, one of the things that I do look for in a partner is that they are courteous to wait staff. So tipping is not really part of my criteria unless we're in a country where you have to tip. But uh, I want them to say, thank you, please. I want them to look the waiter in the eye or waitress. And um, yeah, here we have like a, we have the same um, word for waiter or waitress. We just call it too. Um, so yeah. Okay, anyway, number 23. She brushes her teeth twice a day. Okay, so what, now you're the toothbrush police? I mean, this is just common sense for, like, people in general. But, like, how are you going to check this? Okay, 24. She carries cash with her even though cards are in. What? Even though cards are in, she carries cash. So we now always have to have cash as well? Uh, this, this just gets weirder and weirder. Like, is this guy eating mushrooms? What's happening? Is he tripping? Okay, 25. In the past few months, she has called her mom, even though they're fighting, just because she cares. So this is going to be such a weird date. When you roll up in the, on the date, and you have this list, and you're maybe dating, you could go on, I don't know, what, five dates? Like, we wouldn't do that here in Iceland, but you might, like, wherever you're living. And you're going to have this list, and you should be checking off. And, like, when you hit number 75, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I can propose. You are perfect. 
The list says so. Um, okay, 26. She texts you back in a timely manner. Okay. From a research stand of, st- standpoint, this is just um, this is just not it's not good enough. A timely manner, like what is a timely manner? Um, like is it an hour? Is it two hours? Is it you know? Because you have this whole idea of not being too desperate. So we have this idea of when we're dating, we're supposed to sit by the phone and not respond. We're just supposed to wait. It's just it's so weird. People, we behave in such a weird manner. We have all these different kinds of games and sets of rules that make no sense okay i'm I'm gonna count until 30 so you know this episode won't drag on forever okay 27 she understands that dating isn't just a game it has real feelings and real people involved i'm just gonna throw it out there that maybe he was writing that one for himself and um this is like a mental reminder for him like people have real feelings there are real people involved unless again he's dating his sex bot that there are no real feelings because they're programmed and there are no real people because he's already paid for the sex spot. So it's like his. 28. She's down to watch Star Wars even if she's heard it's just a sci-fi circle jerk. Oh, lordy lord. Where to even start? You know, if I were to go on a date... And like, like I kind of want to go on a date with this guy now, just to be like, just to have this list in the back of my mind and kind of just casually drop into the conversation. Like, oh yeah, I was just watching Star Wars. Mind you, I am a Star Wars fan, but just kind of like drop all these hints in. Like, oh, so funny, you know, I love my toothbrush. Just got a new toothbrush because I was brushing for the third time today to like be overly ambitious. And also, like, I, I guess if if on this list is also. Um, doesn't get too drunk or is not an alcoholic. I, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that this is, list is going to become contradictory at some point. 29. She's willing to pick up the tab because screw heteronormativity. Wait, 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 wait. This is just what I was saying. It's about to get a little bit weird up in here. And um, they, it, he just kind of contradicted himself. Screw heteronormativity. Ah... That's all fine and dandy, but I'm not sure you know what that means. Number 30. Her favorite pastime is doing whatever the hell she feels like. Uh, Apparently not. You have all these rules of how she should feel, what she should say, what she should think, what she should watch. But then again, you want us to be our own free person, but you still have a list of what makes us perfect. But we're still supposed to be whatever we feel like, but we're still supposed to tick in the list. And I have to, I have to read this. Sorry, I have to read this. Number 31. She's willing to marathon movies with you on a Thursday morning after calling in sick. Where, where do you go? Where do you go from this? 35. She's always do it down to binge eating a pizza with you at 3 a.m. Always. So we're going to be woken up at 3 a.m. Be like, hey. Are you not down to binge eating a pizza? This is my make it or break it deal with you. If you're not down to binge eating a pizza at 3 a.m., I have to break break up with you. Aren't you serious? She doesn't believe a girl code is a thing because seriously, what the hell is that? Um, I'm sorry, you can have a bro code, but we can't have a girl code. Oh, and number 38, she knows when to walk away from a relationship. I'm hoping she knows when to walk away from this date. Number 41, she doesn't cheat, period. 
Oh, my Lord. She watches the news. She cares about politics. She doesn't fight with people on social media. She respects her elders. She takes care of her home. She doesn't judge you for your past. And she doesn't care if you want to judge her for hers. She doesn't wear weird, culturally appropriating outfits when you bring her to Coachella. She's not racist. She's not transphobic. I'm guessing you don't know what that is either. She has at least one amazing dress for special occasions. Her Snapchat story is maximum 60 seconds because honestly, why should it be more? She understands the value of saving for the future. I'm guessing that should have read saving her her, her for her future or for your future. She has one bottle of nice whiskey around for special occasions. She doesn't do duck face ever. She doesn't assume every guy who talks to her is hitting on her. She knows her limit when it comes to drugs and alcohol. There you go, guys. She isn't afraid to stand up for what she believes in, although she's not allowed to do so on social media. She makes sure that people she loves feels valued. That's not my responsibility that other people feel valued. Like, I'll try to show them love, but the rest is up to them. And finally... She's not afraid to decide what being a woman means to her and completely own it. Well, my friend, I'm not sure I agree with you here. I have to say, I'm not sure. This just feels painful to me. I have to say, this feels painful that out there is this article. It's been shared... It's on top of your Google, um, Google uh, when, you, when you're Googling these terms and we're trying to find out what is sexy. And there's this picture of this woman laying in bed, you know, and she's typically beautiful, typically skinny. And it's, um, she is gorgeous, mind you. But this is so problematic in so many ways. And it feels like you're just about to, to write The Handmaiden's Tale in your very own fantasy world. And this, my friend, is what my work is about. It's about taking these lists, tearing them to shreds, and just saying, what the actual fuck? This concludes this week's episode of Sexy Nice with Sicker